Shluchim Haboyim B'Shem Hashem B'Rechnuchim Hashem Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir. Esther was the Yerzid of Esther Malkabas, Ruslan and Malachet Salach. Should be a Munziyesha for the whole family. As we said about her prowess and her great and her greatness. Not talking about greatness of anybody. We don't want to have some problems with either. The mere fact that her name Estamalka was Aim Shtivis Aim Aim Abanim Smecha, and she truly has Baruch Hashem as a true mother, a true Yiddish mama. Raised the day Shalom Averich Baruch Hashem. She have a lot of the Vinar Nachis and Simchas and the whole family. Arich Hashem Veshanim. Yilu Nishmas, Ruzlin Bas, Rachachana, Ezra. This coming week is the outset of Shimon ben Yitzchak. And we still have the Nishmas, Mash Bas Yitzchak. Full circle. Full circle. It's Chedish El. Where did the year go? Obviously, we know that the last 12 days of the month from Chayel till Roshana are days of retrospect, days that we need to make a cheshman and nefesh of where did the year go? And of course we know Many, many stories of the Vashem HaKadosh, one of which Vashem brought his students to an inn right before Yom Kippur, and they see the innkeeper sitting by the fire. He's reading a diary. On this day I did this, on this day I did that, I sinned this way, I didn't daven long enough, I didn't daven short enough, I ate the all the little sins, he turns page after page of the little sins that he committed throughout the course of the year. Finally he closes his diary. He opens another one. On this day, there was a leak in my roof. On this day, I had a problem with the liquor. On this day, this guy came in and made a churban in my inn. On this day, I had this problem. On this day, I had that problem. And he finally he sighs when he finishes reading the second diary he ties them both together and he swings it over his head and says was I perfect? no did I pay the price? yes can't say you're not perfect because you're perfect but I did things that or against Hashem and HaKadosh Baruch Hu did things that ultimately physically on this world look like they were against me or even I forgive you please forgive me and he took the two, two books and he threw them into the fire Hashem told him okay we can go now now that you saw what true to the core Tshuva is. 
how sincere this person was with his tshuva. We need to though, scrutinize slightly what is the taina of the person? What is the complaint that the person could possibly have? A random muscle was once given, which is a little, I don't find it very, but I'll repeat it nonetheless. A family bought a house, and they bought the house right next to a beautiful, beautiful forest. So they owned a good part of the forest as well with the house. They had little children, and the father told the children, Kindlach, beautiful new house, we have a swimming pool, we have a garden, we have this, we have yens. Enough to keep you busy and entertained. The forest is not for you, it's off limits. It's, it can get a little dangerous, it can get a little dark, it can get a little deep, you can get lost. And who knows? Lions, tigers, bears, oh my. So I'm telling you children, stay out of the forest. Don't go into that forest at all. It's off limits. No, by Yem, the child thought the father wasn't looking. He thought he'd have some fun. See, what is in the forest? He went to the forest. Father dressed himself up like a bear or a lion, whatever it was. Came after the child. Started to roar, the child started to scream and to yell, help, help, ma, ta, mommy, tati, help me, somebody save me. And the animal came close and close to him and pounced on him. He was so petrified he didn't know what it was even. The, child, the animal took a bite of his clothes and literally started pulling on it. Obviously not wanting to tear it, not wanting to hurt the child. child got himself free and ran for his life. came home. His father was there. And he's crying and yelling, Ta, Ta, you don't know what happened. The wild animal just chased me in the forest. I know what you told me not to go there, but I went anyway. And the wild animal was chasing me. And the wild animal was scaring me. The wild animal was biting at my clothes. And the wild animal was... I was so scared. I was so tortured by the wild animal. Father took the child into his arms and held him and hugged him and stopped his crying. Wiped his tears. Wiped his brow. Kissed him softly on his forehead. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, you're okay. Father Hashem, you went over only with a Shrek. At least now you learned your lesson. Stay out of the forest. Bottom line, the lekach, the lesson that we take from the story, simply, we wander into the forest. We go into the forbidden grounds, the forbidden places that we shouldn't be. We do forbidden things that we shouldn't be doing. We do, we say things that we shouldn't be saying. We embarrass a fellow Jew. We hurt a fellow Jew. And then, unbeknownst to us, where all of a sudden the punishment comes from? And we have hardships. 
some people with illness, some people with money, some people with nachas, some people with lack of children. So many different things, trials and tribulations that one goes through throughout the course of the year. Or the course of a lifetime. Why? But Temu, why? Why? What's going on to me? What's happening here? But Temu. Is because why it's not the guy that screamed it's not the one that hit it's not the one that caused you the embarrassment or caused you pain caused you lost financial it's all the father it's all the father in heaven wherever Rahman is does and sees to it that we are educated, that we are kept on the proper path, and that we behave the way we're supposed to behave. During Hurricane Sandy, there was a new neighborhood. It was either in Lakewood or near Lakewood. That was hit with the terrible winds and the rains and the waters and everything else. I don't know how close they got to water. But the winds were very severe. And many trees were uprooted. Ironically, on that very same block, same area, some trees were uprooted and some were not. They next to each other. Not across the street or blocked by buildings. In a consecutive in succession. After the China Fear of us, well, what happened here? Why did this go up and it didn't? And they noticed a very interesting scientific phenomenon. They realized that the trees that were near automatic irrigation, you have sometimes they put in, when they put a nice lawn and everything else, they put in underground, they put these pipes of water, water pipes and it constantly feeds and that's why you see these beautiful lush gardens and yards the trees that were nurtured by the automatic, automatic irrigation were uprooted the trees that did not get that type of water, but they rather had water from supply of either rain or a person putting water on the ground by them, they stayed firm. <coughs> My high, what happens? When a tree gets constant water, the tree uses its roots and it takes the water in and it's a gate vital. It survives, it lives, it thrives. But it has its water. It doesn't have to go look for the search for the water. Mashiach in a tree that has to search for its water. It has to dig down. And it has its roots go deeper and deeper till it finds water on the ground. 
because it had deeper roots, it was stronger. The lekach, the lesson. Again, we need to dig in. We need to make our roots. We need to see to it that we are fundamentally sound. We cannot let anyone rock our boat, as they say in America. We have to devote ourselves, dedicate ourselves to Avinu Shemayim, to our service to Hashem, through Teira, through Aveda, there's no one dimensional. There has to be Teira. A person needs to sit and study Teira, each to his own and their capacity on their level. There's Aveda, davening, that a person needs to pray Man needs to pray three times a day. The woman, whatever they can, when they can, according to their time, capacity. Some women don't don't get me shot, don't read as well as men. Some are much better than men. So some of them find it a lot harder to go through the whole davening. They give certain parts. Different abonim give different parts of shachas that a woman should say. And then it's negotiable, negotiable if a woman should have mincha, but it's very, very beneficial for a woman to have mincha, very beneficial for themselves and for their children. And native, very few and far between. <laughs> I, the super joke says it repeats itself over and over, but it's it has a... a Every Jewish woman can understand it. Yaakov Avinu established Maidav. What was his tefillah different than the others? Avram was during the morning hours, he had to get up down. Yitzchak, the middle of the day. Excuse me, Mincha, he had Mincha, stop everything, stop his work and Dav Mincha. Maidav, man comes home from a hard day's work has dinner either with the children or without the children and now it's time for homework and bed and all of a sudden Ui, Maidiv and he runs out and Maidiv takes a lot longer than Shachas most of the time hey, you meet this guy you meet that guy you know there was a Shir there was a this there was a Yens there was a Kiddush there was a Lachayim there was a yard site there was a and Maidiv took a very very long time till he got home <laughs> By then the children are sleeping. Hi, father runs to the rooms to kiss them all good night. But Yaakov and Vino had to have twelve children. He established marriage. Yeah, okay, Derek Tzachos, lousy joke. And so, when it comes to Chedesh El, and we prepare ourselves, no, no, uh-huh. and we prepare ourselves for the day of reckoning for Rosh Hashanah, we have to take in 
uh, in, do intake on our stock, on our actions, on our behavior throughout the year. We need to find the sources, what causes and what helps to improve. In Hagamwise, I'd like to just say that on the first day of Ashkedis, which is Shabbos, we begin the recitation of the Dovel Hashem, Eri V'Yishi. Psalm 27 in Tehillim. So many different parts of this Tefillah. With the starting with B'zayis and With this I have reassurance. Acha Shalti Meis Hashem. Lulei Amanti Lulei Zbetu Hashem. Hashem gathered me in all the different phrases of the beautiful Tefillah Piyot L'Dav Hashem Eri Mini Chabad is we say L'Dav Hashem Eri on Baishachris after Shir Shalyeim and by Mincha before Aleinu everyone has a different custom I'm not giving across the board the list of customs. See your local directory or your sitter or your map and your shul and see which one, what, which custom you guys go, you people go according to. In the Babish, there's no separate Kaddish for it because it's after Shesha Yem, so therefore we're saying the same Kaddish that we would say after Shesha Yem. And by Mincha after Leinu we say Kaddish. For those that have a custom to say it after Leinu and they don't say Tilim, or they say it after Leinu by Mincha, Lachera Kaddish should be recited. Not quite sure, each one according to their Minig, how they're going to do what they have to do. On the second day of Rishadish El, Aleph El, we begin to blow the Shefer. Again, the different customs. Shafer is always after Shachris. Different customs of what is blown. Some blow Tkiya, Shvaram, and Trua. Some blow the entire Seda of 30 Tfilis, which is Tashrat, three times, Tarat, three times. Tkiya, Shvaram, Trua, Tkiya. Sorry, one time. Tkiya Shvaram Tzuro Tkiya, Tkiya Shvaram Tkiya, Tkiya Tzuro Tkiya. This begins on the first day. Aleph Rishchidish, not Aleph Rishchidish. I'm sorry, Aleph Rishchidish El. Second day of Rishchidish. From the Balshemtiv is Mekubel. We have a dictate from the Balshema Kodesh that says from Rishchidish Elul till Yom Kippur. We know as the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu spent in, Himmel, in heaven being misbelled for the Eden and Yom Kippur came down with the second Luchas. The spell was in between. He came down with the second Luchas in the Kippur. 
because Hakadosh Baruch Hu told him, "Solachti kidvarecha," I have forgiven, like you've asked. Therefore, we find that these forty days are days of prayer, days of tchina. So, in the Achena Asfardim, as we've spoken before, they start selichot, or as the Ashkenazim will call it, sliches, from Aleph El. And they say every single morning, I guess straight to Yom Kippur, to Yom Kippur. Mini Kabbat, Slichas starts, Slichas starts four days before Rosh Hashanah. Slichas starts on Matzah Shabbos. If, if Rosh Hashanah, we spoke about this last week, if Rosh Hashanah is on a Thursday, Le'adurosh, can't come out on a Wednesday. Hashanah is on a Thursday. Then we'd say Slichas Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And that would be sufficient. If Slichas is this year, Hashanah is on a Monday, we have the full regimen. Full impact. We get our money's worth for the Slichas and we get, say, every single page. From therefore, the Vashemta says in order to con- connect the till straight to Yom Kippur, he takes the holiest of holy books, the Sefer of Tehillim, and the Vashemta, and on the back of the Tehillim we have a luach for it. Every day we say three kapitlach Tehillim, three chapters. On Sunday we start, we say Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. On Monday we say Dalit, Hey, and Vav. On Tuesday we'll say Zion, Ches, and Tes, etc., etc. And then on Yom Kippur, for Kal Nidre, before this, that, it's divided up the uh, leftover Kapitlach that are going to be left over. So that before Nila we finish, by Nila we finish to the end of Tehillim. So this Sunday we start Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. B'derach Klal, Parshas Ei, is Shabbos Mevorchim of Chedesh Elul. Either Shabbos Nevarchim or Rishchidosh itself. And this year, as we find, it's Rishchidosh itself. What is El, as we said, it's Chidosh Hatshuva. The last month of the year. So as we said, we need to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. We need to take stock of what happened through the year. El itself, the name itself, has many different acronyms, or Shtevis, Ishtarei, Matanasavyenim, Aninadadadadili, and even, etc., etc., you even have the Leitzanim, that have to also chime in, as we say, and they'll say it's Eili Vavoyli, because look what I'm up against, look what I've done for the course of the year.
But first and not most is tshuva. Pasuk tells us in the Tera, in the Varim, Umol Hashem Lekechas Levavcha Veslevav Zarecha. It's another acronym. And Hashem will cut off circumcised from the heart of the person, the heart of your children. What's Midas Halev? Taking off the coarseness that doesn't belong on the heart. Replacing it with tshuva and giving within the strength of a Jew to love the fellow Jew unconditionally. So after the person sees to do that, clears off the outside skin, he finds that the heart goes down different levels. As we know, these are three different levels of Teda, Avedag, and as we just mentioned. Learning of Teda, it says, Ina liyadei Teda is a Ina liyadei, referring to the Arei Miklot, to the cities of refuge, and therefore the Miklot is Teda, as it says in the Pasuk, and of course if you keep your score at home, you can Makis, Yiram and Aleph, that it's divrei teda kiltin. The words of teda, except they they help refuge. They bring a person into refuge, and by sitting and learning teda, we have the tool that we need to fight our everlasting enemy, the Yitzhara. Again, <coughs> as we find that in the word L, the name L, we find another acronym. As we said before, my beloved, my beloved to me, which is the essence of tefillah. How a person connects themselves between the Kadrifarachal and the person. Love Tashem. And this we see also, the connection between Ani, the person, and Daidi, which is HaKadosh Baruch my beloved. The third pillar is Gemilas Chasadim. And again we look at the acronym of Elul Ish Lere'eu Umatanas Lavyenim, a person to his friend and gifts to the poor which is in the Megillus Esther, as you remember. Oh, by the way, I knew the day of the day in Shirim, for those that uh, are looking for it. Very famous Pasuk, it's Shirim, Perik, Vav, Pasuk, Gimel. And towards the end of Megillus Esther, Ish, Lerei, Matanas, Levyenim. The month of El, the person needs to strengthen the Teda, Tvila, and and to rectify what's required of them in all these 
subject matters. And this is what a person does to reflect in the month of El. How do we see to it that we're successful in all these endeavors? We need Geula. First and foremost, Geula from all the things that help us, that hinder us, all the things that disturb us. We need to be able to shed them and take them away and put them away on the side and not let us not let them destroy us, not let them overtake us, not let them dictate to us their how to build, how to live our lives, but rather we grab the grab the bull by the horns, as we say in America, and we forge ahead. What has happened has happened. The past is past. It was all from Hakadosh Baruch I need to see how to make it in America. The best expression: what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But what does a person need to apply themselves for? What does a person need to devote themselves to? Is the concept of the Geula. Because as a Benchein, as a free person, to serve Hashem, the Yitzharah will be shechted, and there will be nothing holding us back. And from here we get also the Geula Mitzah Shtema, which is hinted in the words, Ashira Hashem Vayem Lulemer, And this was said when the Eden crossed the Amsuf. And this, is, this hints to the next level, as you say, to the next Shlav of which the Eden looked forward to, just as this was sung by Shira Sayyam, and this also reflects, reflects to the future Shira the future song of the Jews they will sing by a person feeling the Gula and devoting to the Gula that a Jew says that I need to do this until the till it stops till the, until the Golas stops till the last moment of the Golas this is a preparation for Gula itself and may we find fruits in this work, in this in this Aveda, and we may merit take to the Gula Amitis Vashnei Maidei Mashiach Tzikeno. In the parsha itself, we also find the concept of Shuvah and Rachim. There's a very known klal, if you keep in score at home, Mesechtes Makazid Gimel Amid Beis. Tshuva helps only for Bezden Shalmaila. For the, the, the heavenly Bezden, person does Tshuva, it helps when you come before them. However, Bezden Shalmata, Tshuva doesn't help. The dying in Bezen Shamata, the judge judges a person according to what he is doing. And therefore, a person can only be judged by what, they, what we see them doing. I don't know 
what going on in his heart. I don't know what, how much regret he has. But here we have in our Pasha a little bit of a different approach. And that is the Irani Dachas. The city that needs to be totally destroyed. The sin of idol worship, is at the worst level. And for a person, Chasholm gets confronted by this. He keeps his score on the Gemara Sanhedrin, and Dalimir Aleph says, one needs to let themselves be killed rather than to serve idol worship. Why? Because one that serves has Rahman al Sun of Zara. This the sin is the, the punishment is unbearable. Now when it comes to now, sorry, now Pasha adds if an entire city turned into such people, such sinners and served the Vedizana warning is not necessary, won't help and therefore the city goes into a level of Irani Nachas. Well, it needs to be totally eradicated. Come on, let's The Rambam, however, Paschans in Nechaz Avedizara, if Im Chazr was a tshuva, mutav, if they repented and did tshuva, this is a tremendous Kiddush. All other sins the Bezen Shamaita, Shamata is commanded to punish for, Tshuva doesn't help. At least not for the punishment. The person does Tshuva, the Tshuva gets written down the mile that he did Tshuva. But here we don't know if the Tshuva is true or not, reveal the real truth or not. One of the ways that a person sees that they've done Tshuva is if they have Kharat regret what they did in the past and they don't do it again they're not doing it again they're obviously doing Shiva for it but we can't tell who is real and who is not real who is thorough who is not thorough and therefore The Bezen Shamata doesn't have the jurisdiction. But if in a Dachas, the town did Shuva, then we don't destroy it. So it does help. So what does this Irani Dachas have that all of a sudden Shuva here in this world can be accepted?
When an entire city, Chmano Litzlan, serves a Vidazara, it becomes its own entity. A Tzibur, Shalem Shevet an entire congregation. We're not talking about a few individuals. We're talking about the entire, entire unit. And thereby, the city is here in Idachas and needs to be destroyed. However, when they do tshuva, it becomes a different entity. It's a different tzibur from the one that was sinning. And therefore, then since they're no longer a tzibur because they're now separated, because each one's doing tshuva, they don't have that united mission in which they are sinning. Mimela no reason to destroy them. Because they did sure. They took out what was in the, in the equation and they improved on it. So we see the great power of tshuva. It saves a person from the lowest of level, from the hardest of punishments. Like Irani Dachas, which is supposed to be destroyed and burnt to the ground, raised. But still, we learn from this sugya the intention itself and the outward intent, the negative. We see the application of unity, of how people work together. It could take people, it sway people in any which direction, positive or negative. So when a person, Chasashon, takes the entire city to Shlili, to negativity, to loneliness, then the city of Chmanon Sun is destroyed. By Shankin, when we take the Tzibur and we elevate the Tzibur, it saves the city. The strength of unity, Am Yisrael in its essence, is one thing. Just like the great Neshama, the holy Neshama of a person, is enclosed in millions of people, this is what unity does. Unity in Am Yisrael. The essence becomes one, like one big neshama. And in the neshama, although it's in millions of bodies, they become one, they unite, and they reveal it that way. They reveal their unity in a good way. And this gives them the tremendous strength. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gifts the Kayach of Bechir 
a freedom of choice. A person can go either way. But a person wants to save the opportunity, even if a person wants to Shalom, devote themselves to negativity, but through tshuva, they reveal true actus amongst the Jews, and this actus is bound a unity to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and even a maimed matzav, a situation of Yerunidachas can also be salvaged, can be saved because of the unity that we put ourselves to, that we apply ourselves to. Pasuk says Vilay Yidbak From all these things that we're talking about in the that have been destroyed, everything else, one should not at all touch any of these things. Should not nothing gets stuck to the hands. Averis Kechovim, Rambam brings down, is Osebano. Anyone that has pleasure from this gets lashes twice. Mara tells us, Keep his score at home, it's Kagiga Tezvavam with Beis. The Hoyle. Rabbi Yechinon, the Elisha ben Avuya. Rabbi Yechinon, Rabbi Yechinon, tried to help out Elisha ben Avuya to bring him to Gan Eden. Why? <coughs> we don't find any special connection between why was he the one Tafka that wanted to save Elisha ben Avuya? Perhaps we could say what happened to Elisha ben Avuya? What, what sent him astray? The result tells us several different things. It happened to him in different times, different eras of his life. And you can't argue with him and see this actually. Although, every, all of these things though, came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we find the first thing that caused him, when his mother was pregnant, with him and she passed the house of Elizara and she smelled the food and ate it so it's a Gemara give me a score at home the same Gemara Tezvavim and Avraalf in Chagiyah 
So what's his fault? What's not his fault? He was a, a, a fetus in his mother's womb. It was Pekuch Nefesh. She had to eat. She was pregnant. Azal says, Hillel Mechayev Es Hillel Azakim will cause guilt to the poor people. Random, almost. What happens? The only comes the Mila. After 120 years, the poor pauper comes the Mila, and they ask him, "Why did you not learn Tera?" And he answers, "Ani Yisi, I was a pauper. I had no time. I had no moment. I had to constantly try to make a living." Scratch together pennies to be able to support my family. Tells him Bezin, you are nowhere near as poor as Hillel. And we know that Hillel was very involved in learning Tata. Similarly, we find that Yechanan was Mechaev Elisha ben He was the one that sought that ultimately put culpability, put a chayv, the guilt on Elisha ben Avuya. Why him more than anyone else? Because we find the same thing happened to him, with his mother. She smelled food on Yom Kippur. And he came before Rebbe. And he said, go, give, give her. What are you trying to do over here? He says, not give her, sorry. He says, what are you trying to come about? It's him, Kippur. Hold yourself in, please. It's him, Kippur. She did. She refrained. And it was not exactly beneficial. But she held back from her cravings. And because of this, says the Gemara, if you can be scored home, Yuma pay Bezam at Bez. Because of this, she merited to a son like Rebbechanon. So you find that Rebbechanon, although she also smelled the food, but she did not eat from it, mm-hmm. not partake of it in Kippah. And therefore, There's not many people that have that merit, that flag to fly, that they can stand up and help Elisha ben Avliyah. So Dafka Rebbechanan that saves him, because he too could have come through this, therefore at this point, the Kateger Nasa Saneger, the actual sin itself becomes Savior.
you said you're the slave, slave free honectonically. You need to reward him, you need to give him gifts. Vizakharta says the Pasik Yeva the Yusuf Vedit Mitzrayim who was slaves at Mitzrayim. Yevrachashem Likecho, Hashem Likecho, God you God. Yiftachal Hashem Likecho, that God you God redeemed you. Alkir Nechim Mitzrayim, therefore, says, Akhtayra, I command you to do so, and give gifts to your servant. As if it says, I gave you gifts, I taught you. You too, see to it that you give gifts and you add, etc. to the servant you're sending away. Just like the Mitzrayim, the Sati, the Chavereichim Yad, Avad, the Titanlei, Yad. Just like in Mitzrayim, when you left Egypt, I gave you very generously, so too here, you should be giving him generously. Wow. This mitzvah of a master giving a servant Why does the Russian put the, the Sifri tell us Vishanisi which tells us that Akadish Baruch himself gave the gave the gifts. Not Egyptians. They were servants to the Egyptians. They were slaves to the Egyptians. They were their masters. The master has to give the gift to the servant that he sets free. But it doesn't say that. Here it says that Kodesh Baruch gave them. Another thing. The tale only talks about the redemption of Mitzrayim. And the main Hanukkah is of Kodesh Baruch Hu the main gifts that Gajbarak was giving is not, is not not on the table here. But rather we can answer both these questions together. Giving gifts is two concepts. First of all, it's like you're giving a reward to the servant for his, his work. Secondly, by accepting this, the Evid feels free. He feels entirely freed from this servitude. He severs his era of servitude and becomes now a free man. Teda dictates this behavior in everything. When it comes to any given obligation, we give a ksuba to a wife, and this is now a connection, a bond between the husband and the wife, an obligation the husband has to the wife. If the man decides he doesn't want to keep and continue what's going on with the marriage, he can't just say, okay, arrivederci, au revoir, ciao. He needs to give another star, another paper, another document, a get to break this off to sever it. When the woman receives the get, she knows and feels the same way she felt connected and obligated to the husband through the ksuba, 
she feels the freedom through the get. And the same with any other thing. A debt, a person owes money and they get their their, their star, they get back their, their deed or whatever it is that they wrote up because they paid it off, they tear it up. They feel that whole pressure of the debt that they've been carrying all this time, whatever time it was, is clear. So the redemption that a person gets redeemed as a slave is good. I'm happy, I'm, left, I'm leaving. But I still feel that I'm looking over my shoulder. But when I receive these gifts and I say, oh, these are goodbye gifts, I am goodbye, I'm out of here. Same thing, therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu gave these gifts. Not the Egyptians. But Kaddish Baruch Hu said, I am freeing you. And therefore, there's no difference if I give you the gifts or if you get the gifts from anybody else. Your mainstay lesson that you're getting from these gifts is that you're free. Mitzrayim is something we do not leave. As long as we are in Golos here, we are still in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is the Mitzorim, the restraints, the boundaries that we are tied into, the bonded into. We are still locked in, in a guf with a Yitzhara, who is constantly, constantly pestering us, constantly getting into our head, into our heart, trying to see to it that we don't do the right thing or don't think the right way. The Torah tells us, therefore, therefore we need the freedom from it, but the Torah says even more so, when we are freed, when a person does tshuva, everyone will see and hear, <coughs> the change of lifestyle, the repentance, the regret, and they will not continue to do. Teda is a Teda's Chesed, a book of kindness. And therefore we understand that Chashom, a person is punished. It's a punishment, it's not just a regular punishment. It's a way of rectifying and a way of kindness. And we find this in the Pasuk says, All the Jews will hear and see and not not do again. The punishment is to fix and to improve and make sure you don't make others sin either. We can say something more in this. Everyone should see and hear. It's not only something that we're fixing, we're adjusting for those who see and hear, that they should not cast shalom sin, but it's a, <clears throat> a tikkun for them too. We're, just, we're rectifying for them. When a person sins, in addition to what they're doing to themselves, they're causing damage to themselves, in their kachas, in their nefesh, 
their soul and their f- full existence. You're causing something in your surroundings. Doesn't stay within you. The people that hear it and see it. And some people are influenced. And some people feel, oh, that's something I want to do. And therefore it says, in order to fix it, it's not enough the person gets punished and fixes the begam of his own, his own soul, fixes the blemish within himself. But they need to fix this, that the surroundings should be affected as well. And call Yisrael Yishma V'yiron, everyone sees it, and this way we fix the evil, and we fix also the influence which we Chatzashon had on anyone else. And everyone is forgiven, everyone is freed from that chain, from that pain, and from that damaging sin that's within them, and everyone is forgiven in extent to a level that we come in Chedish El Melech Basada, the king is in the field, and he stands and looks at us upon him, with a smiling face, like a father to a child, and says, Come, children. As we say the Davar Hashem as we hear the bless of the Shefer, we will merit to hear the ultimate bless of the Shefer, and we go to Ula Mitzvah this very Shabbos, Shabbos, good Chaydish to each and every one.